Today in Agronomy on KFILAM AM 1060 with Pioneer Field Agronomist Allie Wise and Josh Schaffner. Here's Josh and Allie. Good morning, Southeast Minnesota. It is February 5th, episode number 10 for us, Josh. Uh, before we dig into kind of our content for today, though, we did just want to take a few moments to walk through our Agronomy Revolution tours we have coming up this week. Yeah, really excited to, to kind of get out and, and spend some time across the territory that we cover and in with a lot of growers. And our first stop is actually going to be on Thursday, so actually tomorrow. Uh, that is February 6th, 9 o'clock. Uh, you and myself and our other colleague, Brian Buck, we will be in Caledonia from 9 o'clock to 11. Yeah, so 9 to 11 in Caledonia, and then we're going to drive on up to Rochester for an afternoon session. It'll still be you, Josh, myself, and then Brian Buck uh, from 1 to 3 in Rochester. Yeah, and then Friday, um, we're right back at it again. Uh, Allie, you're going to be, I think, over in Albert Lee. Is that right? Yeah, so on February 7th, on Friday, I'll be in Albert Lee for the morning session from 9 to 11 again. And then, Josh, where are you in the afternoon? I'm going to be up in Cannon Falls, and it'll be myself. I think Brian Buck is up there. Uh, Ashley Storby, our other colleague, will be there from 1 o'clock till 3. Yeah, so if anyone's interested in, in attending, just reach out to your local Pioneer sales rep. If you can't get a hold of them, feel free to shoot us a, a tweet on Twitter, and we're happy to give you the details. What are we talking about, Allie? What are the topics on the tour? So we are talking about kind of some of the hot topics for 2020. So the first thing that comes to mind, so tar spot and corn, some of the hot pests and pests are kind of problematic things in soybeans right now. So gall midge, the thistle caterpillar, palmer amaranth, and how that might affect us moving forward. And then other topics, Josh, that I'm... Yeah, we're going to talk about kind of what's going on at Pioneer a little bit too. We got some great stuff around you know, corn technology and, and kind of where that's all going. So it should be a great program. Uh, if you got questions, don't be shy to reach out to your local sales rep to get details, but we still got some slots open and uh, we hope to see a lot of people Thursday and Friday. And as the tour continues beyond. Yeah. Looking forward to it, Josh, and great discussion all around. But as we kind of focus back on to where we sit here today, uh, topic for today, Josh. Yeah, we're going to talk uh, kind of shift gears. We spent quite a bit of time going through the, the macro and secondary micronutrients uh, the last few weeks. Uh, today, we're going to shift gears into the micronutrient world, uh, starting out with zinc alley. Yeah, so I think it's just important to walk through just kind of zinc, how some of the, the details of it as a, as a micronutrient. So first things first, the form take it up of zinc, it just would be zinc 2 plus, so pretty easy there. Uh, when you look at is soil loss common when we look at zinc as a micronutrient, no, it is not common because it is not mobile. It's an immobile micronutrient uh, because it is so positively charged uh, and bound to the soil. Uh, soil testing for zinc actually is very encouraged. So I know, you know, we've maybe talked about in the past soil testing maybe not being very accurate, but uh, soil testing for zinc is very accurate. Probably one of the most accurate soil tests uh, for all the micros would be coming out of zinc. When you look at some of those critical soil test levels, uh, you might find a wide range as you start to dig into what those critical soil test levels are. Uh, but living in that world somewhere between 10 to 12 parts per million on zinc, Josh, that's kind of where we'd like to be sitting. And then when we look at uh, corn crop removal, uh, zinc total uptake is 0.65 pounds per acre of total uptake, and then that crop removal is 0.27 pounds per acre. In soybeans, you're taking up 0.21 pounds per acre, and then that crop removal for soybeans is 0.14 pounds per acre. So very, very minimal amounts of uptake and then removal in zinc. Yeah, in most cases, Allie, when we, we think about zinc, it's more likely uh, something we really focus on corn uh, more than 
uh, say soybeans or alfalfa or other crops we, we raise here in southeast Minnesota. Uh, that's likely where it's going to show up. And in a lot of cases, we're going to find zinc deficiency uh, in, in our low organic matter, uh, sandy, eroded soils. We can see it uh, in some of the other soil types as well, but that's where we're going to likely see it uh, the most. Um, one thing, you know, we do look at interactions with other nutrients, Allie. Um, you know, phosphorus, extremely high levels can kind of interfere with zinc uptake. And when you do look at, you know, say you're looking at a soil test, you know, or even your, your pounds of applied per acre, we like to see that in a 10 to, 10 to 1 ratio, P to Z, P to zinc. Um, you know, so some of you might be thinking right away, it's like, well, I apply a lot of manure, so I'm applying a lot of phosphorus. Is that going to be a concern? In most cases, there's about enough zinc in manure as well. Uh, we're carrying microbes in that. That should balance out with your manure application. So if you are making some high applications of phosphorus through manure, uh, most cases we're carrying enough zinc in that manure as well. Also, if we're going to see deficiency, we'll usually see that in cold and wet soils. And sometimes that will improve uh, as conditions get a little bit better. Allie, every year I'll stumble across, you know, when it's cold and wet, we may see a little bit of this. Uh, but a lot of us have done a pretty good job having zinc in starter and applications. And when we look at application zinc uh, of zinc, Allie, kind of two ways. We're either looking at maybe some starter or some dry applications. Maybe we should review that a little bit uh, just to kind of get that out there. Yeah, so when we look at applications of zinc, I think you mentioned there's a couple different uh, options here. So you could be looking at, you know, a quart per acre of 10% zinc chelate. Yep, yeah, and that's going to be in our starter. Yep, so that would be 0.25 pounds per acre of zinc. So this would be liquid zinc in a starter that's up to five times more effective um, in terms of zinc content and how we maybe get that out there to keep that P to, P to zinc ratio where we need to be sitting. But maybe walk us through other options on zinc, Josh. Yeah, in most cases, we're, we're, we're utilizing the starter, and, and that's probably covering it. But certainly when we talk about soil testing, Ellie, you mentioned that it's a pretty good test. If we do have soil tests coming back that are deficient, uh, in some cases, we're probably not going to supply enough through that liquid starter of a quart, or even in some case, if we're low two quarts per acre, we're probably then going to look at some broadcast applications, usually around five pounds of a 35% zinc sulfate uh, to try to build that soil test. And that in conjunction uh, with our starter, we'll start getting our, our, our levels moving the right way. Uh, but those are the two common ways that we're doing it. So certainly, really the thing there is keep using your starter, but also make sure you're soil testing so we're not deficient along the way. When we come out of break alley, we'll get into uh, another micronutrient, uh, boron. Uh, so looking forward to that. <laughs> 